Mr. Derek Veenhoff. He's better known as Deke. Drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yo, Deke. What's been going on with you? How are you? What's, what's happening? Yeah, good. I mean, this is going to be a little bit of a catching up, too, because we haven't chatted in like years, dude. Not not since uh, summer two two years ago, three years ago, something like that. Um, Last time I remember running into you was late night uh, downtown St. Catharines. It must have been. I was 30, I'm 33 now. I was 30 at the time, right? That was uh, what was that? 2017. Something like that. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's like the tail end of when I like stopped kind of yeah. going out a lot. I yeah. mean, I still DJ here and there. Well, not during the pandemic, but you know, no. <laughs> still get out there sometimes when it's yeah, really. You know, it's funny. My buddy has a uh, an amazing thing. It's called YYZ Radio, mm-hmm. and it's a platform. And what he's gonna do is it's it's basically him right now. He's curated like all these playlists. It's hip hop, R and B, rap. It's it's phenomenal. It's called YYZ Radio, and he wants to bring in DJs from all over just to do in like an hour or two of whatever they want. So then you can have like EDM afternoons, you know, wild night Wednesdays, and blah 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 blah. You just have whatever kind of show radio block out for a specific sound, and you just have it has a bunch of DJs because then he can just set them up remotely, so you could just do it from your studio right there. Yeah, and then put it like an hour and a half live or an hour live or something like that. So, yeah, I got the whole setup right here. It's like I can yeah for sure. But um, yeah. yeah, DJing is crazy. It's kind of weird to have stuck around the Niagara region and not really gone to Toronto or anywhere else because, like, there's a lot more opportunity there, right? Well, there's opportunity and then there's, like, more challenges, right? Because yeah. you're kind of yeah. fighting against more people to get the spots. But It's true, but you're right. There is more opportunity because, you know, up here it's not really that difficult to find, like, a decent spot to play at where yeah. you could like, build your rep up because they, they switch them out. Like, you go to a regular spot here. I mean, how often do you – how often would you switch out a DJ on a regular Friday or Saturday night set, you know, regular times? Right. Like here in St. Catharines? Three, three, three DJs or? In one night or you mean? Yeah, one night, yeah. I mean, there's not really like a club per se anymore. Like the biggest spot would be Pepper or the mansion. Yeah. Pepper has this duo from the falls, but they, right. they have like a residency there. So they never really mean- it up. Yeah, true, 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 true. But uh, uh, it's yeah, there's not too many like club clubs anymore. Yeah, I guess not. Eh? Yeah, even on like a shitty club here, they'll have two DJs at least. Yeah, yeah. And on, on a good one, they'll be like three or four. Yeah, I always thought it would be cool, man. Like in a different life, maybe if I if I was more of a big city dude, I feel like I'm kind of cool where I'm at. Type of yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe, you know, yeah, you like the, like you play, you should be playing to what you like. Yeah, but the, but then again, there's there's pros and cons, and there's kind of like yeah. big dips, big recessions in the um in the nightlife in St. Catharines. You know, like some years are better than others. You know, with Toronto, Toronto, it's a big city. There's going to be you know some level of it consistent. Yeah, every night there's there's never well, I mean not now, fuck, dude, it's so yeah. eerie. It's so eerie. Like I I'm I'm still moving around the city as you know normally as I need to, but I'm like Jesus, dude, it's fucking crazy. So. Yeah, go ahead. What were you doing for, were you doing the mixology stuff uh, still recently? Is that what you're doing for work? Yeah, yeah. Before so, yeah, yeah. Right up until, uh, right up until it crashed, basically. Um, yeah, my company is called Grand and Clover Cocktail Company. And it's basically like cocktail workshops. So what I do is I have 
either corporate, predominantly corporate clients or like bachelorette parties. Yeah. There could be birthdays, bridal showers, whatever, you know, just a group of guys getting together, a group of girls getting together. It happens all the time. But uh, it's predominantly there's bachelorette season, which is about uh, April right, or March, April until about October and corporate season, which starts late September and goes right until May. So they overlap with each other a little bit, but they are slowly dying down and winding up mm-hmm. so that there's, it's kind of keeps it consistent. So all it is is a group of people will come to my event space and then I'll have the bar set up with all the ingredients, all the tools, and uh, I'll just like sort of take control of the night and, and walk them through how to make a cocktail one at a time. Then they make their own all together on the bar. And then, you know, drink to drink, and then we're having fun, blasting the music. We have ping pong, you know, couches. My bar's made out of, like, old pianos. I, I reclaimed four, uh, sorry, five pianos from all around the GTA. Mm-hmm. Just like on uh, Kijiji, I found a bunch of people who wanted to get rid of them because it costs money to get rid of your piano, right? Uh, right, right, right. So, yeah, so I was like, let me get this one for free because I wanted to build a beautiful bar, but I was like, how am I going to do this for free? Because you get somebody to build a bar like that, it's like fucking 60K just to get started, man. It's outrageous. And then I was like, okay, if I'm going to actually do this myself, try to do this as you know, a little startup as possible, which is what the goal was. I was like, I got I to gotta get some already, you know, sort of prepared wood. So I thought barnyards or churches, I was like, how many barnyards are in downtown Toronto that I can quickly go check out quick for wood? Like, that's right. not a thing. Right. So I got pianos and then I got them. And it worked out, man. There's, uh, yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a sweet, sweet bar, just all piano, exterior piano wood. People think always the keys, but it's, there's no oh, keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. So you have a physical location, but you also do like on-site? Uh... Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we, we, always, we always have had our own location, but what we've been trying to do is, uh, well, in the beginning, rather, not what we're trying to do. What we began doing was being more willing to go see people and go to an office and go to a, a, a Airbnb or a hotel or whatever. And we still do that now, but because we can, I can do so much more business in a day, I can do four groups in a day because of the time slots, two hour time slots, right? So if I start at 2 p.m., I can do two, half hour between two, uh, you know, four and 4.30, start at 4.30, half hour, 6.30, 7, blah, blah, blah. So I can do four in a night, and, but that's if they come to me and I'm, on, and I'm in the same spot. I don't have to go get more ice. I don't have to move my tools. I don't have to like have ingredients ready to go. So I charge way more now to go to them, but I'll still do it if, if they want to. Yeah, if they want. Yeah, the, the corporate, yeah. Uh, the corporate joints got the money, right? They can. Um, yeah, they can fucking afford it. They, you know, yeah, that's uh, corporate gigs, man. They got the money to throw around, and they, you know, it's yeah, like a benefit. One of our biggest uh, corporate clients is like lawyers. A lot of big law firms out here. So if they, we usually go to them because they have like 50, 60 people. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm not gonna have. I have the space for 50, 60 people, but not for a workshop like that. We have to set it up differently. Once you get past about 35 people, it's very difficult to take control of a group without sounding aggressive. So you're, you're yelling at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're in trouble for not listening. Like, yeah. Cause you have to say it multiple times and the people closest to you, you heard every fucking time. Right, so right. you're like, okay guys, let's get to get Okay guys, let's get it. Guys, and then before you know it, it's just like someone's like, Yo, why is this guy flipping out? So after 35 people, um, I really can only do 30, more than 28, 30 people with a buddy of mine, with a, uh, either my cousin or uh, one of my buddies who they're both very loud because they're both actors. Mm-hmm. So they can project and still sound friendly because you know, they've both done theater. So I was like, okay, with these guys, with the girls, some of the girls work with me. I was like, no, there's no way I can handle it. I'm, like, I'm at 35 right now and we're like, 
fucking screaming over people, you know? So it's, it's interesting. Now, so did you, how, where did you come up with the idea for this? Like, what's the origin story? Did you work so, in bars before? before yeah, that? yeah. I started in a restaurant when I was about 11 years old mm. in some small town. And then as I grew up, I just stuck to the hospitality industry for some reason. And I mean, I've worked in my first hotel. I think I was like 16 or 17, parking cars. And then, uh, you know, doorman, uh, bellman, valet, stuff like that. Didn't you go overseas time, at one point? What's that? Did you go overseas at one point? To, yeah, yeah, I went Dubai. to Dubai. Yeah. Uh, I was in Fairmont, Dubai. Yeah, yeah, in 2008 for half a year with a couple of guys from Niagara College. So oh. I finally went to college, um, uh, you know, at 20, <laughs> like, like some of us did from Collegiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We, we like to take the, you know, scenic group. Yeah. For our- and so, uh, yeah, man, I, I went overseas for a little bit. That was a really cool five-star hotel program. And, uh, but I've always been drawn to it. It's always been a natural thing. So the origin story of Granite Clover was basically a buddy of mine. I, I had actually just been doing real estate and writing uh, for a few years and trying to make money those ways. And I've been living in Toronto. And uh, I made a bunch of cash and I paid off my student loans and shit and cleared a bunch of stuff and I thought fuck it I'm taking a year off to travel so I just took a year off and took a bunch of writing courses went to U of T for a little bit and took some courses and then just traveled overseas and and uh, had some fun and then I was coming back and uh, yeah my buddy was starting this company of, of like to teach people how to get into bartending jobs and restaurant jobs you know like get hired in your first week or your first uh, week of interviews or your first 10 interviews or something like that mm-hmm. And uh, he had a bartending aspect of it. Um, and we ended up, I, I took the course with him just to support it in the beginning and, and show up and then give him a good review because he had to attend. And then it turned out he was like, hey, man, actually, we need um, some bartenders because we have this group that's just asking us to do like a, a workshop. A corporate group actually de- like described what they wanted. And it was a cocktail workshop. And my old business partner, Nick, uh, who has a company called Bare Bones Bartending in Toronto, it was great. He said, uh, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. And so he's like, hey, Jake, can you help? Like, let's go run this thing. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. So he had a partner at the time, another friend of ours, Jeff. And, uh, you know, everyone was working hard. And every, we had a lot of events just coming in actually word of mouth. We worked out of a really boutique um, sort of shared workspace. Have you heard of WeWork? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been in the news because there's such a fucking big... Is this the company that uh, bought, like, the most office buildings? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the CEO was personally buying up commercial real estate, then leasing it back to his own company. <laughs> yeah, it was a genius move. A little unethical, but uh, not illegal. And uh, but their value—they're they're trying to value themselves like a tech company. Anyway, that's a different story. But the, the point is that you know WeWork is the shared workspace, and this workspace that we were at, you know, five years ago, was the most elegant boutique style shared workspace in the whole city and it was phenomenal because the, the owners were friends of ours like it worked out so perfect so we'd work out of there but then they opened a restaurant there was a conflict with the uh, liquor license so we had to move to a new spot moved across the city to the west side and then that's uh, we were there for a couple of years and then i was just doing only a couple events a month and i was still working this was actually before i became an entrepreneur i was still working uh, other jobs and it just got to the point, I think I was about 31 and I, I was selling jacuzzis in Burlington and I was having a fucking blast. I was selling so much money, but I wasn't getting paid by the company and I was just getting fucking pissed because I was like, it's been two and a half months. I've sold a quarter million dollars in 
grow sales for you. Right. And I've only seen like $2,000. Like, where's my fucking dollar bills? <laughs> you know? So I was getting upset with these assholes. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to fucking do this anymore. Like, I, I was selling so much. But then, I, like, I was with my chick at the time. And we lived together. And friends would come over for a week. And we'd go out, get fucked up. And just go dancing in Toronto. And then, like, go. They'd all crash out our place after. And then I'd be like, I don't feel like going to work in the morning. It's like three hot girls over. I'm just hanging out. Why don't we just kick it, get, go for brunch, drink all that, you know? So I wouldn't go for three days, but they couldn't fire me because I had the highest sales. So I was kicking ass. And I was like, you know what? This is enough. Like, I'm, I, I hate working for other people. I was like, if I'm going to do something for myself, really, I got to get out of this shit of working for other people. And because it just didn't work for me. And then I was like, you know what? Take the plunge, bro. So I took 1200 bucks and I started the company and boom. That's amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that's sort of the point. There was a turning point where you felt. Yeah, the, the turning point, I, I, I uh, skipped over it a little bit. The turning point was when Nick opened a bar in about May 2018 and wanted to go that route and wanted my help. And I didn't want to get back into the nightlife because the night living in the nightlife, I do events. It's all the afternoons. Mm, yeah. You know, it's between noon and nine. Good so time. I'm. Yeah, it's great. I'm done by 10.30, at midnight latest usually. Mm -hmm. and, but the service industry nightlife, especially in Toronto, it's a killer because you're, you're never in bed before 8 a.m., 9 a.m., you know what I mean? And it's, mm -hmm. it, it's, just, it's just crazy. Your lifestyle is upside down. And it's, uh, it's one thing to do it when you're young and in college and stuff, but to have a, life, a career of that, it's, yeah. you have to cut. You have to just make a defining point of how long you're willing to do it, and then you have to cut it off after that. And I said 30. So Fresco was actually in St. Catharines was the last place I worked hmm. where I was like, okay, I'm going to work at an establishment serving or, or bartending. I was bartending there for the summer of 2017 mm -hmm. and uh, I had a fucking blast. Got a fucking can because I was drinking at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was dead one night and we were just like, I was with this, talking to this chick and I was like, yo, let's just get fucked up. Who cares? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And we didn't usually get fucked up at work. But we got fucked up that night, and I definitely fucking got fucked. <laughs> um, but I deserved it, fuck. You know. Well, you know, they they so, do all the TV shows, and like uh, Always Sunny, they drink at the bar. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that's how it is. Shit, when I used to work at a restaurant on Toronto and Queen West called The Good Sun, phenomenal, phenomenal spot, bro. All male staff, only hostesses were women and chicks. That was it. Okay. So the whole staff, bartenders, servers, kitchen staff, and we had an open kitchen. Mm -hmm. So the open kitchen, everyone's males. Even the prep guys in the back is all males. And we all have beards. It's Queen West, so you got to be like hipster. And my beard was like fucking down here. Yeah, yeah. And like this, uh, you, had, you, you know, you had a leather and denim apron. And it was, uh, it was, you know, just like kind of tattooed up, sort of. Super hipster, Rolled up, yeah, just like everyone's smoking cigars on break for sure, you know, like it's what the fuck. And uh, but it was a blast, bro. We'd have so much fun. There'd be, you know, I was a server, and we'd be five or six guys on the floor, and it was kind of like this fucking show. It was like this show that happened. Yeah, because everybody was kind of paying attention to everything, and we were we kind of went for this like who could get the loudest laugh off the table. Right, right, right. And I always got these two booths, which were like parties of girls, which were six and eight. So while I'm doing these workshops with Nick, I'm, I'm simultaneously working at the restaurant here, getting my practice up. Because Nick wasn't promoting his company, the first one that I, that I built with him. 
Mm. He wasn't promoting it out. So we weren't getting a lot of gigs. We did like one or two gigs a month tops. Yeah. You know, now Grand Clover, I do, you know, 25, 30 gigs a month, no problem. And it's like, that's huge. That's volume wise. It's massive for a one man operation. You know, my, my biggest competitors are, have been, you know, around a decade, probably do half that. Mm. But anyway, so I'm serving these parties and it's just a blast and everyone's getting a lot of laughs because most of the guys up front are all actors and, and like artists of some kind, because this is what they do. You know, you serve, make a bunch of money. You can have control over your, your uh, schedule for the most part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and uh it's a blast anyways it was just such a fucking shit show though like we we'd be drunk halfway through shift all of us like yes. going to the back for shots you know <laughs> smoking weed in the alleyway yeah you know once we were shut down and you know out out for drinks there was a club upstairs and the owners obviously let us do whatever the fuck we want so we could run up the back after hours and do shots at the bar quick while everyone else had to like not be allowed to get drinks it was the best bro <laughs> <laughs> wild west of, of like hipster chicks and booze yeah that's crazy i mean the, my only you know taste of the nightlife is really like djing in different certain clubs and yeah a couple where it's like you know to get paid you got to go down the dark back back room alley you know and there's two doors yeah. and there's a big you know tattooed up uh asian uh gangster guy bodyguard and you get in there and like they fuck with you, fuck with your time you know? wait for an hour to get paid you're like i'm never coming back here again like, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. playing here again. What are you guys thinking? Making me wait a yeah. while. Just, just ruin the business. Yeah. But uh, what, yeah. Uh, what type of places have you been playing at other than, uh, or well, what have you been playing? Well, uh, over the last like year or two, I have done also uh, moving more towards daytime events and stuff, like connected with a few yeah. DJ companies that will kind of hire me sort of on-call basis, you know, like whenever a gig comes by type thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the weddings is, is more what I'm focused on too. Um, but my day oh, job nice. is I make signs, so I do design doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Is what yeah. I got laid off by it from, and uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. now I do nothing. Now I've been making beats actually. Um, you have been making beats? Yeah, like I took so long off. One, but um, what was that one that I listened to a couple of days ago? It was fucking fire, dude. Something I posted. I replied to it. I think. Did it have a rapper on it? Oh, no, that actually wasn't me. That oh. was uh, my buddy Sazy. That's his new track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were pushing somebody's stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh, It was really, really fucking good, dude. Yeah. yeah, his new album. That album, he's got the old school kind of flow back. Like, he goes back and forth. Like, he'll do the new stuff. He did a whole, he did a trilogy of Dragon Ball Z related raps. No, it was okay. like three albums full of just like, I'll send you what? Crazy, yeah. But, uh, Yo, definitely send me a link to that. Yeah, I, I can't believe I haven't done Boys that. I don't like it, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know Rabbi, who does uh, Rabbi Beats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's an old friend of mine from Lakeport, bro, when we were like 15, fucking 14. Yeah, shout out Rabbi, One Inc. Done some yeah. Those guys, yeah. Um, yeah. So how about uh, this corona life? Like, what's what's yeah, going dude. through your brain? Are you, are you trapped, up, cooped up in the... Fuck no. I'm living the dream, dude. I'm living the dream. <laughs> Yeah. Think about it. Think about when you're a kid. Did you like school as a, you know, grade three, grade four, eight, nine years old, ten years I old? I actually, I did. I did. Yeah. Like it. yeah. Well, I mean, why did I, you like? Hmm? Why did you like? It? Why did I like it? It's a good question. I think I was just a social kid, and I actually liked doing schoolwork. Like not so much yeah. homework, but I liked learning shit. And yeah. I, I was lucky to have a few cool teachers along the way. Like yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Yeah. I definitely was the class clown though. Like I always took yeah, shit over. Off a lot, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we had great 10 English together. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking 2000 and what? 2006? That would have been the, it would have been even like five or six or five, yeah. One of those. Five? Wow, dude, fuck. That's 15 years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. We're old, man. Christ Jesus. We're so old. Not exactly. really, kind no, of. but I feel young. And to answer your question, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not cooped up. I'm not, uh, I'm going out. I'm not socializing. I'm, I'm I've, I've, I did the math as much as I could do it for reasonable likelihood of me following some sort of strategy and I figured okay if I choose uh, select groups so I, you know I chose a friend and I chose a couple of family members and I was like I'm just gonna see them in rotation and that's yeah. it and then otherwise I'm either at the store or something if I'm coming into contact with people and then whatever just to do my part just in case I do have it I want to spread it that's all yeah it's but, the same thing yeah yeah exactly you know but no man yeah I'm I'm working my ass off. I'm starting two new companies. I'm writing. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, reading as much as I can, you know, watching a fuck shit load of TV, smoking a bunch of weed, working out in the living room, bro. It's hilarious. My carpet's fucking flat now because of all my <laughs> jump yeah. squats and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I think we're, I was just talking to a friend who's saying like, we're incredible at adapting to whatever situation. Like, even if they say this can go on for another 12, 18 months, which are some of the higher crazy yeah, estimates, which may not be true, but if I think we would actually still yeah. adapt, like we think it'd be crazy, but we already adapted to this. Like, we'll adapt again. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Do you think it'll go on along? What's your What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. I think maybe, hopefully, in the summer, sometime things will. You know, I think we have to see the right like, numbers. Like balance out on quarantine, or sort of come back to normal in a sense. Uh maybe I don't know. Maybe, I wonder if it'll be a gradual return to normalcy. You know, like, I don't think we can just flip the switch fully. Maybe they'll... No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah. yeah but maybe right. they'll undo it, like, in the same pattern that they... Yeah, that it came about, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly it, dude. I think that's it. Because, I mean, how quickly could you switch it? Once you get, once you get the real lockdown, I mean, I, I saw two people get pulled over today right here out of my window. I, I've only, Usually I see one person a week. Now I'm seeing two in one day, and it's like... You know, just a day right before the holidays. The lineups were the longest today. People think the whole weekend is going to be close. You know, it's just tomorrow. yeah. The lineup it was very busy today. We were out a little bit, and we were like, "It's so busy." And they're like, "Oh yeah, things are closed tomorrow." But yeah, uh, people are flipping out. It's like all you need is probably alcohol, just for that. Yeah, I heard one person. I felt at the most. Just it, you got to fight that urge to like, oh, we need this one thing. Let's go get it. You just got to yeah. like make another meal or whatever it is. Just yeah, switch, yeah, switch, it, switch it up. Switch your mind. Yeah, exactly. Dude. That's a good. That's a good thought. Yeah. But I mean, I did go out for just wine the one night because I was like, I need some wine. That's what I did today. Yeah. I need but I got also. I'm going. I'm going to my family's uh, on Easter. I'm sure that'll incriminate sacrilege. me at some point. Sacrilege. But that's fine. And uh, but there's only like a small handful of us. And but I want to bring champagne for mimosas. I can't. I can't remember if you're supposed to have mimosas on Easter. But people are lenting. Is it the end of Lent? It's the end of Lent. I don't even recall. I don't even know which day of the week it is. Heck, if I yeah. know in, uh, my religious, uh, my religious. Uh, I, could, I might. Well, yeah, I should be somewhere. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I know it. Uh, no, it is crazy. But um, I was going stir crazy for a while. But I. Like I said, I just got back to the music and I got some new drum kits. I got some new sounds. So I'm actually, oh, 
I'm really yo. digging deep and I'm like made a couple joints, sent them out to some friends. They're like, yo, you leveled up a little bit. Like your shit's a oh, little better. So I'm yeah. like, okay. Right. So I'm sending beats to rappers and I got like a spreadsheet now, like tracking my emails and like, Sick, dude. you know, more like thinking deeper about it instead of just winging it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Let me send your stuff to a few people. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you some. Yeah. Yeah. Send me, uh, is it through this email that you've given me? Yeah. I'll, uh, or I'll, I'll, send, after, whatever. I'll send you I'll send you an email with my email with a couple names. Yeah. And what they do and stuff because dude, that's sick. Yeah, man. People are always looking for good beats. That's a thing that's never gonna go away because mm -hmm. beats are always changing. Mm -hmm. And people are like, how oh, there's so many DJs and so many producers. It's like, yeah, obviously. Because there's so many people listening also, to Also, I think there's so many songs being made that yeah, there might be 500 other producers out there that got ahead of you at this rapper or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and they've yeah, already yeah. made 500 songs, so they actually need another beat now. Like, they're, they are exactly. run out of shit. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> the song gets old in a week, right? When a song, yeah. like, the weekend drops an album and we all listen for a few weeks and then it's like, it's still on the radio, but do you actually, you know, go to the song again and listen over? Most people probably couple of weeks few weeks and they're done right yeah no you just yeah while it's in rotation while it's in hot rotation and then boom it's gone mm -hmm. it happens all the time but what do you think of uh doja cat do you listen to doja cat at all yeah i do yeah i do because you've been liking some doja cat posts that i've thrown yeah. out no she's cool she's hilarious she's fucking dope she's dope yeah. but she's blown up like crazy right now yeah i know when she came up with that moo song and everyone's like oh another joke rapper kind of you know and they they did yeah. uh, they didn't take her seriously, but she's got yeah, a lot of versatility and skill. Yeah, I think so for sure, bro. I fucking love her to death, man. She's dope. Um, Moo's the only song I don't like for some reason. I try to listen to it like at least once a year. It's like a weird lo-fi kind of chill. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's just like for yeah. fun, I think, right? It's like kind of a... Yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't really mean enough. Like there's not enough to it for it to have like a substance. Yeah, that yeah. Like, wow, no. she's saying something. <laughs> Yeah, but she can do like the Rihanna tones. She can do the um, Nicki yeah, yeah. kind of voices. She's got the pop, the well-rounded like pop thing. But um, yeah, that's true. What about comedy? Are you listening to comedy these days? You know, I'm waiting for the Chris D'Elia special to drop on the Netflix. Um, oh yeah, it's kind of yeah, oh, something like that. Fourteenth maybe. But uh, I do the podcast listening more so than like watching comedy lately. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, like who, who's, who's your guy? Well, Dalia. Um, who and else? Delia's who else? Comedy? Do I listen to? Theo Vaughn. Uh, you know Theo Vaughn. I do like him, and his uh, Hot Wings or his Hot Ones appearance was so funny. But uh, oh yeah, it was pretty. He's I don't know. He just kind of like I got sick of him after some point. I, some of the stories he tells, I don't know if I believe all the stories. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, are you like, are you just making this up? Or I mean, you know, you know, tons of shit happened. Like, think back to high school; it's craziness all the time. Like, yeah, but he'll like he'll be like a gorilla ate the arm of my best friend, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know about that. I like Chris D'Elia too, though. His 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 podcast is good. I, think I used to listen to Bill Burr a lot way back in the day, like two or three years ago when he first started. Mm -hmm. But only for like a year or so, not even maybe half. And then, yeah, didn't. Uh, yeah, it kind of yeah. gets old. Everybody kind of gets old after a while. Even your favorite band or whatever, right? It's like I used yeah. to like Rush. I like like every Rush song in the world. 
But then, like, yeah. go through hip-hop phases and stuff, and you're like, okay, like, I like prog rock, too. All this, yeah. they're all hits. Yeah. The voice is maybe a little annoying, but it's hard to, like, listen to it still after me. Yeah, that. that's true. Yo, Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix was super dope, actually. Did you watch oh, that? It's so good, man. Shout out to Shad K. Fucking big time, for real. I, really I watched job, that. Man. What's that? You did a really good job. Yeah, seriously. They, they, it was impressive. I, I took hip hop from a whole new light. Yeah, and, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't even think that was possible because I was pretty, I was looking at it from a pretty good angle before. You know so what I mean? What was it for you that, uh, that, that what epiphanies did you have? It was so it was so many gaps, and it was like you know what? Remember remember when we were in high school and a new song would come out in the summertime, and you'd be like, "Yo, that's the fucking song." Then everyone would be in Port Luzi on Friday night. Remember that? Yeah. And some new hot song would be bumping from Rum Jungle or some shit that everyone could hear. That feeling of being in that zone, yeah, was just being created into the music, so that now where music is, we've what it was is that we caught up with hip hop at like, you know, an adolescent age, like a f- like five, seven, eight, nine age. For you know us, I mean? you mean because we because yeah. we were kind of our- behind. We were like eighty-eight babies. Yes, exactly. 80, I'm eighty-six. You're eighty-eight. Yeah. We're 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 just just a little bit behind the beginning. We we were being born and hip hop was just getting rolling. Yeah. But because we caught in this role, we didn't see it as this evolving new thing because we grown up with it we thought it was normal yeah yeah yeah. we thought it was normal we just took it for granted and even though we all we loved the music the way we did because that's what drove hip-hop in the first place it was the response to the music so we loved it so genuinely and the feedback was given somehow and then it evolved hip-hop based on that and so it was like we had a fucking hand in it yes because of our age and because of where we were and where we grew up. We grew up in the GTA and Niagara region, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I grew up out west and in the south in South Carolina. I grew up in South Carolina in like, you know, nineteen ninety-eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like hip hop in South Carolina, what was happening in Atlanta stayed away. You know what I mean? Yep. Which was music I was listening to. Which is like now ludicrous, pivotal in the game and like TI and mm-hmm, you know, just mm-hmm. all these new perspectives like what were they really talking about? Why were they saying the things they were saying? What was the real full picture? Let's talk about everyone's full picture all at the same time. And it was just like, holy oh, shit, this is quite insightful. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a collect. It's like a even though there's beefs and stuff throughout hip hop history, there it's like a it's a they challenge each other and it's it's like a camaraderie kind of thing. There's yeah, like, I always talk it's about a, the features. Brother, you don't see it's features a, it's in rock, a, right? Yeah, you you, you see features in in hip hop. That's like an aspect of. Of hip hop, you go. I'm gonna feature my two or these two adversaries on my track, or these two other, whatever, right? New rappers yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But you ever seen a rock song? Actually, that does happen sometimes. With like a rock, song, you know, featuring some other band, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really happen. They had the Ozzy Osbourne Busta Rhymes uh, collaboration. Linkin, that was a good. Uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park did that. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, with Jay Z, right? And then the biscuit, was, uh, obviously, like stuff like that. Corn, yeah, yeah. Corn. The biscuit, little Wayne. You know, a Q-Tip's uh, album Amplified from like '99. The only yeah. feature on it is Corn. Oh, I saw that somewhere. It's that called the End of Time. It's like the last track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So weird. It's so weird. It's cool. Actually, you know what's funny? I have a, a playlist for uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is an all Irish playlist. The very first song on it is Corn, doing an Irish. Oh, intro. It was, it's beautiful. It's awesome. 
Shout out to coins of fuck that group. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, that was a great series. Um, I think there's still more to come, right? Because they probably they got to do like the newer shit too. I think so. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's going to be a ton of them. Yeah, I mean, it keeps evolving. It evolves all the time, which is hence mm-hmm. you know previous comments about why making beats is such a great uh, a great endeavor to be involved in. If you can, if you know how to do it and you love doing it, shit, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit of um psychology and like confidence factor behind it or or like self-doubt the things you're bad yeah. at because it's like okay i have this skill or talent but how much time can i devote to it you know i got a day job oh, okay now i've got a house like but now because of the, yeah. the virus the coronavirus germ whatever you want to call it germ i don't know what you want to call it is um yeah. <laughs> giving me all this free time right so i'm actually yeah. it's it's like i'm making it sort of my day job so yeah that's great i think that's the best approach to take um, what about the news? Do you how how much of your brain are you filling up with like social Hero. media or the news or like well, experts say? Like, what do you? No, nothing. Shit about <laughs> you don't care. No. no, I don't care. No, I won't do it because <laughs> the thing is, is like what you you we're so adaptable. Like our minds are so adaptable to a, like a thinking trend, and if you just get sold on the wrong direction, even a little bit. You it could you don't know how what, what type of yeah you, you don't know how off track you're you're gonna go you don't know how distracted you'll truly become or what you'll really feel I don't give a shit about it I look at the world from my balcony and I'm like yeah it looks like the 90s I think. that's what it looks like so way more people you know people are being still they're still chatty but they're a little more distant like physically that was the 90s dude people weren't in your fucking face you know everyone didn't have a phone all the time no one had anything in their hands because everyone was. It was the last decade of no cellular telephones. Yeah. For the masses. You know what I mean? So you had car phones in the 90s. That was it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not interested. I do a quick checkup just to see what, what level we're at because. Yeah, you know, but you don't go in depth like reading, debated, whatever, no, op ads and shit. No, man. I'd rather watch something hilarious or like, you know, I watched The Godfather 1, 2, 3 the other day just to like, you know, find my you know, roots of those old movies, you know, yeah. the Italian mafia family movies classics. and stuff. What's that? Classics. Yeah, the classics, exactly, man. And I'm going to start watching a lot of Westerns soon because I, I always like to watch Westerns in the spring for some reason. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I mean, it can, get, it can get a little crazy out there. I, I'm a little bit addicted to Twitter. I go down the rabbit hole, you know, check out what the MAGA people, the yeah. MAGA what are you- saying. Who are you reading? What, I don't uh, what, know. Like uh, so many different people, but yeah, but um, hilarious or, or like notable? it's kind of crazy. I guess it's more. I guess for myself, I get a little triggered by how dumb some people are. But like, I guess I'm so curious as to. I don't want to call people dumb, but I'm just saying, like, what no, no, they are. are out there? Like, how different some opinions can be? It's actually black and yeah. white. Like some people think you know, Corona deaths are being grossly overreported, or some people think the complete opposite that they're being like underreported. Right. Well, I, right. Yeah. Those are two competing. I mean, it has to be, it's maybe a little bit of both, but, but that, that, that we were just saying me and my buddy that yesterday that, uh, uh, you know, numbers of death or the death rate of something is kind of like your Instagram followers for an artist. It's not exactly an equation of how talented you are, but it's a rough idea of who's, listen you know so that you could kind of look at that as as the the death counts obviously china india we gotta look at some countries that are 
Yeah. And maybe the numbers are not accurate, probably. No, and neither even for here, because here's the other thing, too, right? You have to look at the fact that a, probably a ton of people, there's an article I did see, actually, uh, in, in browsing. I do, I do scan the Google articles headlines, yep. but I rarely click on an article, even if I'm super tempted. It's got to be something positive. So if I'm scrolling them, I've, saw, I've seen uh, one that said, it's very likely that an incredibly high number of Canadians have had you know, coronavirus and beat it, but it was just so low, or it was just something, you know, and I had a, I went to Costa Rica in January, and dude, I was dying in my tent for like three days. Mm -hmm. I was just coughing my lungs out, and I couldn't breathe when I was sleeping, and I was like just mm -hmm. waking up in panic attacks, and I should have been using my sleep apnea machine because I have sleep apnea. Oh. And I wasn't using it. And then finally, when I realized I was going down, I was like, yeah, I got to plug this fucking thing in. Because I was in the middle of the jungle. But I was glamping in the jungle. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Fuck me. I, if I go, I'm dead. No one's coming for me. Like, no, yeah. So going to get here in time. <laughs> like, that's it. I have so, heard the, the anecdotal, like, oh, I had a really bad thing in December or January, I probably yeah. heard it, but I feel like, I'm not quite sure, but I feel like the timelines are iffy there, because... Well, think about happened? it, because people were talking about coronavirus in November. China was... China yeah, was, it started in, what, in November, right? In, in China? I think it was even before that. <coughs> I think the... Uh, it might, I might have to ask Google, because I think it even could have been December. When did... Yeah, yeah, good call. Just look it up. Yes. Um, either way, if you look at a lot of people, I had a friend, there was this chick I was uh, on a date with a couple of times, and she said she was in back in the hospital in December over the holidays because she was so sick. And it sounded exactly like what I had. And I was like, Jesus. So apparently a lot of people had it and then just beat it, but it wasn't being reported as anything because it wasn't expected as – an epidemic for us and then once it you know cross nations it became pandemic yeah because but i'm i was just thinking of didn't we or i guess i was thinking of the cruise ship or the i guess there was multiple cruise ships but there yeah. was that one particular cruise ship in the states was it I forget which was it in california where somebody was on the ship and had it or whatever but whenever trump was saying you know the, reporting the first few deaths yeah i guess I, I guess i'm forgetting that there was probably multiple people that had just come back from China, whatever they were entering the country, right? Before yeah. they stopped the travel ban. So it yeah. well, could have, could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Quite likely. Miami, I think is what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I remember someone from Miami. I don't know if it was the first or not, but I definitely heard of uh, deaths in, uh, in, in cruise ships close to Miami. That makes sense. Um, no, I mean, they've got a huge, yeah, they've got a huge port there. So what was the earliest, uh, uh, I couldn't find it off the bat. I don't know. I was trying to. Yeah, I mean, let's go with November just to be safe. I mean, no need to back it up it's too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's either way. Either way, it happened really quickly. It's it's quite a surprise. Honestly, um, it's 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 you think about it, it's kind of like an interesting thing to be living so. because there's going to be a lot of shifts and a lot of change that come from this. And I don't know what people are thinking about it because I'm not engaged enough to make a call, but I hope people are thinking like, hey, this is going to be a fucking big opportunity on the other end of this for, for a lot of us. Like industries are going to shift a little bit. Things are going to sort of like take a new direction. Well, you look at 2008, right? The companies that came out of that were like Uber and all these different yeah. startups. Yeah. That, that exactly. Really the first wave of, of monetized apps. Yes. That's See, there's going to be something like that in 
Yeah. We'll figure it out, whatever it is. But yeah, well, I think I think what this is the lead into is the, the AR VR realm. Because if, if you think about it, once we have 5G and we have that connectivity strength and the access due to, you know, yeah. the relevance of where you are geographically, then you you're really talking about like, okay, now we're now we're talking about selling glasses and making this glasses the fashion. Now people have Fitbits. This is the stage up, right? It became yeah. cell phone, then earpiece, like an earring, then a watch, Fitbit, wristwatch, smartwatch. Now it's going to become glasses, and glasses will be that thing, and then eventually contacts. And it's like, boom, you could just, who's going to sell this marketing space for an advertisement? Because everyone's going to be wearing those glasses. This is and it's a that movie there, Ready Player One movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, not, 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 not a bad example. I mean, that's that's a super, super like you know steroid <laughs> version of it. Like, I'm sure that I'm sure that will exist in like not you know two two three decades. I'm, I'm certain. Tell me this: Have you played uh, Drunken Bar Fight for um, one of those VR headsets? I think it's the uh, no the Oculus. Only that one shooter, and uh, I did this walk the plank off the top of a condo. Dude, if you ever get the chance, if you ever get the chance, it's I don't even think it's it's, I think it's called Drunken Bar Fight, something like that. It's literally what it sounds like, and it's just fun. It's the most fun. (laughs) Sounds great. I uh, do love those. (laughs) You know, you pick you pick up uh, beer bottles and stuff, and you just just (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy. That's awesome. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. But uh, what else do you got to say to the people? What do you think, uh, you know, what do people need to know right now? I feel like people are dealing with it relatively well. There's a few people who I think so. get yeah. anxiety yeah. here and there, and it's, 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 yeah. it is a weird it's, thing. The memes tell you what the people are thinking, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Meme, the memes that get pushed to the top, that's a, ref, that's a reflection of, what people are, and it's not really a full value reflection. It's kind of like a, it's a directional reflection, you know. There, I'm sure there's a lot of hesitation and doubt. You know, people are being laid off. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. Every month, I feel like this. This is how I live because I never know really what I'm going to do in sales. Luckily, I my one business was you know doing really well, so I didn't have to really worry after a while. But now it just went to a dead stop. So it's like, okay, now I've created a two other companies. So I'm going to do a frozen yogurt stand and a uh, coffee, like express coffee window. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I've got a long-term plan with, uh, with an app that's kind of like uh, called guest of honor. Uh, it's basically going to be comparable to restaurants, the way Airbnb is to hotels. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it like that, so it'll be, uh, that'll be something I think that we could roll out. If we, if we do effectively, we'll be successful, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll try. But I mean, you know, I, I think that uh, there's less urgency in everyone's day. And so people are sort of settling down a bit. And yeah. I think there's another implication that I don't know has been discussed, but there's been a real reduction in carbon emissions over the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you think about what that might imply on, say, spring and summer to come, who knows? It might make things more devastating, less devastating, hopefully less hurricane season might be, you know, a surprise. Yeah. And they are worried that people will think it's so nice out that people were just going to want to go outside. It, it, yeah. It, but we then, need to chill though. We need yeah. To it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's that. Cause if the breath, if the earth can take a breath like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, maybe. Yeah. Cause let's think about it. It's, it's only been progressively getting worse since forever. Yeah. Nothing has ever shut down the world in the way of, you know, I mean the yeah. great depression, 
there were in factories so impacting on the Earth's atmosphere to shut down and make an like you know yeah. make a shift. Now you will see shifts in the numbers. I mean, we're having a beautiful spring already. It's, or this, this, like in the nineties when we were kids. Yeah, or it's going to be we're going to full Armageddon. force back to you know, and they double up the production, and we we yeah. do the same amount of carbon emissions over a shorter, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I, actually, I read that uh, a new ozone layer hole opened up because I, I had thought the new positive news was that the one closed up from when we were oh, really? kids. It had closed up, and everyone's like, "The ozone is closed again." And then now there's a new. It just shifted. A new opening. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Well, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time to live. At least it's unique, and I, I think we're all doing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing how adaptable we can be and i think well yeah I, it's a good thing too i mean people were always like you know my ex-girlfriend she's a great example she used to hate going to work all the time you know but she loved having the security of a job and i was like i don't understand you why do you go to work she's like well i love to have that security and i'm like okay but i was like what would you rather be doing she's like i'd rather be just doing whatever i want all day and i'm like yeah. okay, what is that and then you know she'd list off all these things and what she wanted to do and now people actually have that freedom to do it. Like yeah, think, so will they do it? Will they do it? Yeah. Like think about all those times when you were in school, in high school, or elementary school, or college, or wherever, and just being like, or at a job you hated, and you were just like, fuck me, if I, could, if I was just at home, I'd be doing this, I'd be doing this, I'd be doing this. And then now it's like you get to do those things. Yeah, and I'll admit home. the first few days I just kind of lazed around. I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then you find a groove and you, 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 you start doing that thing that's on your list and you just, you yeah, just got to do it. You just got to do it. I yeah. think Nike said that. Just yeah. do- I'm pretty sure it was that. I think it was Nike. They, yeah. That's a good point though. But you have to laze around too. Like that shit counts. Yeah. 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 I didn't you get know? it. I, clearly I didn't get enough sleep the other day. Cause I told you tomorrow we'll do a podcast in the same day later. I said, Hey, so I forgot about the podcast. And you're like, no, you said, you, I was like, you know what I thought? When I thought you said no, I thought, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot we were doing that today. Okay, good thing that worked out. That's what I thought. And then I was like, hey, wait a minute. Wasn't that today? <laughs> I look back, I think it was like 8 in the morning that I initially said it. So I must have fell back asleep and thought it was like a different day or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's pandemic life, bro. We, we, we live to have this type of freedom to, in our sleep, you know? Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, uh, that's a beautiful thing. Gotta enjoy it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it how you want to do it. Yeah, man. But um, I think we gave the people some content to listen to. Yeah, um, yeah. dude. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for being on episode. I, I think it's seventy-two that we're on now. Thanks, seventy-two. Though I, uh, I, I really appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, it was uh, good to catch up too. Yeah, cool to catch up. And whenever this shit's done, we'll have to, you know, you have to show me some technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, once we can get back, I'm going to open up. I'm getting rid of my event space over here on the west side. I'm going to open up a new one on the east side, closer to me where I live now. And uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be a much better. I did it wrong the first time, and I know why now. So now I'm going I'm hey, to step dude. it up. Yeah, we're going to have a little hideout on the east side. Cool. Where we, uh, yeah, where we throw some workshops. So you have to come up to TDOT. Yeah, for sure. Oh, where, where can people find it online? What's the website or the social? Um, grand at grand and clover. You just spell that all out. G R A N D A N D C L O V E R. 
that's the uh, company name. That's the, uh, the the cocktail workshop company. And then I'm at Jacob Martin One ST. Jacob Martin First. Cool. My, yeah, I was getting up doing stand up since January, and then COVID happened. Oh shit. I can't get up anymore, so I was like, I gotta get on fucking Instagram now. So I've been putting out all these fucking stories all the time, That's and awesome. uh, just trying to get, get laughs, which has been successful. So been hey, cool. follow them up, guys. Okay, man. Well, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been dope. Um, yeah, yeah likewise. Again, sometime. We'll catch up. Yeah, enjoy the eve. Cool. You too, man. All right. Catch yeah. you soon. Later.